Chapter 26 A Golden Light Kyla's voice rasped in the echoey chamber. Nax! The chill in the burn chamber stung her cheeks. Flamishdak emanated a cold as deep as midwinter dawn. The smell of burning hair and other sweeter things was not as present to her as it had been in the Atlan barn. This close to the Hargath, she hadn't dared to risk dropping her mask. Instead, she backed away from the walking, corpse-like man. She found herself near Radiant Pauline, a woman of middle years who wore a luxurious, belted coat with ruffled blouse and wide-legged trousers beneath. Her hair was just like Quinn's, dark and thick. The two could have been sisters. Radiant Pauline looked at Kyla with a blend of suspicion and interest. The domain stood in the crown of stones. It had been pure luck that the formation had not been centered beneath the chimney flue, or all three of them would have landed inside it. According to Marlowe, that would have put them completely at the domain's mercy. But all of this was peripheral to the object of her focus. Nax. The slim gray cat looked well. She stood near the domain, crouched warily, ears forward and tail flicking. Her amber eyes were locked on the Hargath, and her mouth parted to emit a soft hiss of hatred. Naxie, Kyla called again. The cat looked at her, let out a mournful mule, then retreated to hide behind the domain. A rustling in Kyla's backpack reminded her to free Ollie. She removed the pack and loosened the straps. Ollie hopped out and spat at her. You delayed so I would suffer. Next time I'll drop you down the chimney. Ollie responded with a flush of indignation that made Kyla's chest go hot. Come now, beloved one, Flamishdak said to Nax. You are returned to your bonded one. Do not be shy. I have a trade to offer, Kyla said. She was aware of the Hargath edging closer to her, one slow step at a time. Flamishdak looked at her. The flaming eyes flared and the odd, bulbous nose twitched. She got the impression he was sniffing the air to test her scent. Speak your trade, he said. Ali was bonded to my brother, who has since died. Ali bonded to me, but neither of us wants this to continue. Ali would willingly go with you if you returned Nax's bond to me. Intriguing, but I do not know of any beloved one of that name. It matters not, the Hargath snapped. The animal is mine, and is not this domain's to barter away. We have struck a deal on that matter just now, so you, my dear, have arrived too late. Furthermore, I granted the domain eleven kills per day. I see two possible victims present, though I would ask him to though I would ask him to spare my niece. Radiant Pauline moved in front of her daughter. I control this summoning, and I forbid the murder of my daughter. Fallow stood next to Quinn. Both had their daggers in their hands. Both stood poised to fight. Kyla dumped the scales from the backpack. There you go, at least a thousand, she said. I have delivered payment, honor our request. Simply name the beloved one. Must I repeat myself a thousand times? Her name is Nax. The Hargath calls her Ishmila. She is the cat who stands behind you in the Ring of Stones. But what is her name? Do you expect me to merely trust that she was once bonded to you? The beast laughed and beckoned to Ali, who approached the stones with slow caution, stopping frequently to test the air. Something was off in the domain's manner. 
He was insisting she use some unknown name for Nex, but he had struck a deal with the Hargath. Why didn't the beast vanish and begin killing all of her starside? Kyla could only guess that it wanted to enjoy her frustration. But on second thought, she considered the beast's apparent fondness for the cats. He had obviously kept Nax well during her time with him. Just grab the cat and let's go, Fallow said. Worry about the bond later. Kyla sent to Ollie, tell Nax to come with me. Ollie didn't reply. He was looking up at the domain, his body now gone absolutely still. Quinn, the radiant snapped. Leave this place. Walk straight out. Ignore anyone who tries to stop you. I am not leaving without my friends, Quinn said, and I wouldn't have to be here if you had done the right thing and refused to help this crusty old man. I did it for you, so you would be free to go to the garden. I am never going to the garden. Kyla kept an eye on the Hargath. He kept trying to sneak closer to her. She wondered if he thought getting his hands on her would help him break through her mask. She moved closer to Flamishdak. Trusting the stones to hold him took more nerve than leaping across a wide alleyway on the rooftops, but she had to get closer to Nax. Ollie, tell Nax to come to me. She can't. Flamishdak won't give her permission. Kyla tried a new tactic. Ask Nax what name the domain wants me to use. Send my beloved one to me, the Hargus said to the domain. She is terrified of you, the domain said. He seemed irritated by this. Nevertheless, she is mine. We agreed you would return her to me, compel her. I would, but I am being restrained. The Hargus spun on his sister. Why are you interfering? Allow the domain to fulfill my bargain. I need your assurances that you will do as we agreed. You have granted this beast kills and did not restrict it from killing me and mine. That is not my concern. Kyla could barely track what was happening. Clearly, Radiant Pauline was in control of the domain while it occupied the circle of stones. That was good. Radiant Pauline, she said, tell the domain to turn the cat over to me. The Hargath seethed, thin lips spraying spittle as he spun on his sister. Have a care, Junie, for you come close to breaking the summoning. If you prevent the domain from closing the deal, you may violate the restraints the stones provide. Radiant Pauline looked ghastly in the brazier light, and her confusion was obvious in the drawn look of her eyes and cheeks. Her daughter was tugging on her cloak and telling her to help Kyla. The domain watched, a sharp-toothed grin splitting its slash of mouth. Ollie, what is Nax's name? Kyla sent to Ollie. It's Nax, you idiot. Ollie stepped onto a stone, then slipped across the line and into the circle. The bond between him and Kyla ceased to exist, as if severed by a blade. His presence, which had never fit her mind, released. The moment was both a relief and a ripping away of something essential. Kyla dropped to her knees, the room swimming in her vision. The murkus mass she had held so easily vanished. The Hargath struck like a snake, his agility a shock to all who witnessed it. He clamped a claw-like hand onto her head. The eel squirm of his mind penetrated hers. She recoiled, but he held with surprising strength. I have you now. Reeling from the hollowness of Ollie's vanishing, Kyla could not keep track of what the Hargath was doing. The sensation of a thousand fingers wriggling into the nooks and crannies of her consciousness made her scream with revulsion. 
Quinn was shouting something, and Kyla saw her raise her dark blade to charge. The young woman was yanked back as Fallow hooked his arm around her throat and pressed his own rusty blade to her neck. His strange face was twisted in a wooden snarl. His limbs went stiff and trembled as he fought his own actions. Quinn drove her elbow into his gut, but he didn't flinch. The Hargath was will-shifting him, forcing him to hold Quinn back. Kyla gasped to see how strong the Hargath had become, for even as he assaulted her mind, he controlled Fallow's body. His greedy probings continued even as he wrapped a bony arm around Kyla's waist and drew her into a reverse embrace, one hand still on her head. He had taken away her physical strength, leaving her helpless. You possess such power still? His voice curled into her mind. You gave me so much, yet you are utterly renewed, an infinite source for me. And Flaumerstack is correct. So delicious. The last time he had intruded into her mind, she had been able to cling to Nax's presence. That had given her the strength to endure what the Hargath did. Now she had no such refuge. Flaumestek laughed, his rumbling, throaty mirth resounding in the chamber. Quinn sliced at Fallow, driving her blade into his thigh. His face writhed as he fought both Quinn and the Hargath. Radiant Pauline drew back, face horror-stricken. Nax's cries rose as if from far away. Vision blurring, the world darkening, Kyla saw Ali resting comfortably in Flaumestek's huge arms. The cat's eyes squinted at Kyla, dismissive and disdainful. Fallow forcibly released his grip on Quinn, but not before she slashed at his other leg. He fell back, body stiff as a plank. His head struck stone, and his body went limp. Quinn rushed at the Hargath, blade raised for a killing strike, but Kyla knew it would do no good. She had tried to stab the man once before and had discovered him protected by a Mercosine ward that made his flesh hard as stone. Even that didn't matter, for Quinn stumbled to a stop and froze a pace away, arms still raised high, face frozen in a snarl. The Hargath had simply moved his will shift to her. Seeing this, the Radiant screamed in fury. Kyla closed her eyes, feeling like a leaf flying on a gust of wind. She would come down when and where the whims of the Hargath took her. At the moment, he was pulling at her reservoir of the Mercus, the molten hot flow searing her. She knew better than to try to ash him, for he would simply absorb her power more quickly. Kyla sought metals. Their glow flared all around. As a passive skill, the vision didn't require her to use the Mercus so much as notice it. The Hargath probed deeper into her mind. A familiar tickle brushed her consciousness. For a second, she thought Ollie had decided to renew his bond. It felt ill-suited to her and all wrong, like a shirt too tight under the arms. There it is, came the Hargath's voice. It wasn't Ollie seeking to establish the bond. It was the Hargath. If he did, she would never be free. Even if she could escape this chamber. Even if she remained masked, he would always know where she was. Squinting, she stretched her Mercus awareness to Cain, still sheathed on her thigh. Her hands could not move, so she focused all her attention to feel the shape of the hilt, as she had done with the window latch outside of Highest Benel's quarters. The Mercus raged in her as the Hargath sapped it. He used her own power to strengthen the noose he had slipped around her mind. She felt it tighten. 
Without knowing how, she shied away. The words, I'm not willing, popped into her mind. She repeated them. The tightening bond slowed. Ollie, she called aloud. You promised when you'd look after me. The words barely escaped her lips, for she seemed to have no breath. A great weight clamped around her chest. Her fingers curved, seeking the pommel of her blade, though they were nowhere near it. Even such a tiny movement took enormous strength. Relax, Kyla sighed, the Hargus said into her mind. Submit to the inevitable. Nax screamed and hissed, but the sound was closer now. Kyla opened her eyes and saw the little gray at the edge of the circle of stones. Flaumestak looked on with blazing eyes. Quinn remained frozen, lips curled back in a permanent snarl. The radiant Pauline was looking from her daughter to the Hargath to the Domain. Her face held nothing but anger. Kyla felt the mercasine firmness of Cain brush her fingertips, just as she had remotely felt the window latch. She didn't dare try to force it or she'd lose it. Surrendering to the nameless world, Kyla finally grasped her blade with mercasine fingers. With a thought, Kane leapt from the sheath, ringing like a bell, and rose to float in front of her face. The black steel absorbed the light, though it emitted its own strange glow of mercasine violet. The Hargath's noose tightened more securely around her mind. Constrained by the Hargath's embrace and mercasine probings, she could only sense the Hargath's body through her mercus perception. She squeezed her eyes shut to block out all distraction. Only the glow of metal filled her mind the violet of Cain, the red of the iron in everyone's blood. Quinn's body was a blazing statue a pace away. Fallow's blood spilled onto the floor, radiant Pauline's limbs flushed in preparation for attack as she stooped to pick something off the floor. The brazier stands flamed with coppery light, and deep within the stone chamber walls ran veins of metals like the filmy star cloud seen on a moonless night. Cain's hilt firmed in her mercasine grip. She sent the blade at the Hargath. Cain became a streak of violet, a lightning strike across the color storm of her vision. A clank resounded in the chamber, and the Hargath cried out. Cain ricocheted from his skull, encountering the impossible hardness he maintained under his skin. Quinn fell forward, suddenly freed. She screamed and thrust with her dark blade. It scratched across the Hargath's back, rasping and sparking as his mercasine armor deflected the edge. The Radiant followed her daughter in, Fallow's blade now in her fist. She grunted as she thrust the tip at the Hargath's neck. A sharp ping resounded and her blow glanced off, the blade's dull edge nearly catching Kyla's ear. The rusty blade gave off a mercasine tone like a brass gong as it passed. With a mental scream, Kyla sent Kane in again, arrowing for the Hargath's chest. Suddenly, the claw-like grip on her head released, and the noose he sought to slip onto her mind frayed and dissipated. The draw on her mercasine powers stopped, and the effect nearly blinded Kyla as the rush threatened to consume her. With the return of her power, Cain flew to her. The blade had come home, leather-wrapped hilt pressing to the hot flesh of her palm. Kyla straightened, shrugging her shoulders and sucking in a deep breath. She turned to find the Hargath slouching away, his hands over his head to ward off another blow. Quinn was circling, fainting and slashing in quick strokes. Her mother moved to block the passage out of the chamber. But she was watching Kyla, mouth open with disbelief. 
Kyla stalked closer, now flush with enormous energy. Her scalp tingled with power, and her locks flew about as if caught in a whirling wind. You dare try to bond me? She screamed at the old man. Power coursed in her arms and legs, the climb to the airy and all subsequent exertions forgotten. She felt that she could leap straight up the flue and land somewhere in Cheapskate if she so desired. His face went slack and turned pale as a fish's belly. Spittle dripped from his lower lip. He looked up at her from his crouch, hate etched into every line on his face. A growing splotch of blood stained his robes where Kane's last strike had finally penetrated his mercosine armor. He was worn down, his defenses now lost. Quinn continued to harry him. Do not kill him yet. He still possesses the bond to Nax. If he dies, she dies. She returned to the domain, who stroked Ollie's head with black claws. The cat purred and reveled in the attention. We had a deal, Flamishdek. One thousand dragon scales. Here they are. Kyla kicked the pile of glistening scales, sending them scattering and tinkling across the floor. Honor it. I merely need the name, girl. It shouldn't be so hard. Her name is Nax! Something beyond sound came with her shout, a reverberation that was not attributable to the echoey nature of the chamber. There were other notes pronouncing Nax's name with her. They were low, resonant, and beyond the range of Kyla's voice. The floor trembled with her pronouncement, and drifts of dust fell from the ceiling. A sudden silence held the chamber, and a golden light pulsed on her words as the sound left her lips. The glow found Nax, engulfed her, and then all was still. Flamishdak staggered backward. Ali mewled in annoyance. Nax stepped across the stones. Kyla was sent to her knees again as a warm rightness claimed her. The force of the returning bond stole her breath. Her heart paused as a flow of relief, love, and endless warmth flamed in her chest. Nax had returned. And suddenly the warm press of the slim gray's body was on her legs. Kyla scooped Nax from the floor and pressed the animal's soft whiskers to her cheek. Though the return of wholeness was a relief, it didn't mask the feelings Nax sent through the renewed bond. The cat's rage and ferocious hatred for the Hargath joined Kyla's. Nax sent a command. Kill him! Words and intentions were simultaneous. Kyla set Nax on her feet and faced the horrid old man. It was time. Seeing the murderous intentions so clearly written on her face, the Hargath lashed out with his mercosine probes. Kyla deflected them as easily as she could a child's slap. Combining scent and sound into her own unskilled mental bolt, she gripped him in a will shift. His body stiffened as he fought it, but her will held firm. You are outmatched on the field of the mind, he said into her head. She stepped toward him, will shifting his arms apart. Her last knife strike had blotched the front of his robe with blood. She would soak it. Demain, the Hargath rasped, you must satisfy the rest of our bargain. And so I must. The Domain laughed again, and Kyla felt a wash of icy air sweep past her. 
the Hargath convulsed, folding his arms across his chest despite Kyla's attempt to keep them spread. The Hargath rasped, eyeless sockets gaping. I see. Yes, I see it. He raised a trembling fist over his head and squeezed his lids shut. A swirl of green appeared at his feet and quickly rose. No, no, I will not allow you to go. Kyla threw Kane with all the power of her arm and her mercus. The blade left a blurry trail of violet as it flashed into the green. And then the Hargath was gone. Kane clattered into the stone wall above Radiant Pauline's head and fell to the floor. All that remained in the place where the Hargath had stood was a slick of his blood. The room was filled with gasping breaths from Kyla, from Quinn, from the Radiant, and from Fallow. Quinn ran to the boy's side and drew his head into her lap. I'm sorry, Fallow. I had to help her. Fallow rubbed the back of his head, but didn't make any effort to extricate him from her grasp. His legs wept blood from two wounds. Ali says you are stubborn, Nax sent. The gray leapt into Kyla's arms. Ali would know. He's as stubborn as he is faithless. He sees differently. But now that I am here, he must go. But I'm not done with Flamish Deck. She rounded on the domain. Why did you send the Hargath away? I was going to kill him. I did not send him away, delicious one. I met the terms of our agreement. I taught him to dimense. Teach me. I must go after him. I'll give you a thousand more scales. Not for ten thousand dragon scales would I teach you. They no longer have value to you. He motioned with his claw and the scales arced to him, stacking in his palm with a stutter of sharp clicks. Exactly one thousand. Let it not be said that Flaumishdak does not meet his bargains. Thousands more scales still lay upon the floor, spilling from the backpack. He glanced at the Radiant. Well? The Radiant remembered that she had summoned the beast. Before Kyla could stop her, the woman flung her hands apart. Be gone. The domain vanished in Mercus Green. <laughs>